So quiet quitting, what is it? How is it? Why is it that we are talking about this in 2022 like it is brand spanking new? Basically, those are my sentiments, like podcasts wrapped up. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Spike Sugar Podcast, where it's all about adulting in our 30s. Now, these episodes are basically the couch, brunch, chill night on a vacation conversations that we have with our friends, significant others, and families. You know, it's those little deep dives we do about what's going on in our lives, the funny of the day, the thoughts running rampant in our minds, current events, cultural shifts, good news, big moves, inflation, salary negotiations, bills that have to get paid, vacations that need to be booked, money, all of that. We're talking about everything except for student loans because what are those anymore, right? Anyway, I am Courtney. I am your host. I'm a 34-year-old creative, originally from Georgia, living in D.C., corporate marketer, and I am adulting in my 30s every day just like you. And I want you to join the conversation. In order to do so, please follow the Spiked Sugar Podcast on Instagram or Facebook and like and rate the Spiked Sugar Podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. As always, thank you all for listening, and I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. So, quiet quitting, what is it, how is it, why is it that we are talking about this in 2022 like it is brand spanking new? Basically, those are my sentiments, like podcasts wrapped up. It's not new. There's nothing new under the sun. And for those of you who do not know, I'm going to get you caught up with a quick definition that I found in my Google search. Okay, so quiet quitting involves doing the bare minimum at your job instead of going above and beyond to succeed. And this is according to Fortune.com. Think of it as a slow fade as employees pull back on performing extra work to find a new job or more work-life balance. Like, did you hear what I just said? Think of it as a slow fade as employees pull back on performing extra work to find a new job or more work-life balance. That's so normal. That's so normal for you to say, you know what? I got to put me first, Lucius, Lucius, I got to put me first. Basically, I, I, I love that Gen Z is on the news actually doing interviews about how they're quiet quitting because they are tired of hustle culture and the pandemic taught them to really value their lives. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but the fact that they actually put a name to it, which actually, let's just start by the fact that it's called quiet quitting. And actually, and most of the articles have agreed that quiet quitting doesn't involve like actually quitting your job. It just involves quitting doing more than what your job requires. That's what it sounds like. It's not, most of them don't say that it's about quitting your job. A lot of it is about not doing more than what you're paid for and continuing to add on. Now, we all joke about how when you do a good job at work, they like to reward you by giving you more work. That's not your job. They're like, oh my God, you're doing such a great job. Let's give you your job plus a whole nother person's job for the same salary because like we trust you. 
We can't give you a promotion yet because you haven't earned it. We need for you to do two jobs to give you the next title of a person who does two jobs. But by the time you get that title, you're probably doing three jobs. But don't worry. Don't worry. You'll be fine. I totally get that. Like, I'm against that, too. I'm completely against that. Don't worry. But the fact that it is like actually a name and it's like this thing and causing uproar in the media and even like Ariana Huffington from like Huffington Post is like commenting and saying like, this is horrible. It's, it's wild to me. One, you know, people's idea of the bare minimum from the, like the, the big boss's side, it's like it looks different for everybody. Just because someone's doing the bare minimum doesn't mean they're not still doing a good job. Their bare minimum for them may still be considered excellent to you and doing that job very well and more than what um, could even be required. Like, let's just let's just be for real. You know, I had a, a boss and we had someone on our team who was older and this boss was much younger than this person on our team by probably like, let's say, 10 to 15 years. And the boss just had a big head about it. She's she even said one time during the meeting, like, I'm trying to help you get you guys get to the next level to where I am. Like, this is these are the things that you need to do so that you can be the manager. And that older woman looked at her dead in the eye and said, I don't want to be where you are. I've been there before. That's not what I want for my life. Now, me, myself, I knew that the older woman had multiple companies outside of this job. Her and her husband owned like a funeral home. They owned gas stations. They owned property. They owned quite a few other things. They were doing very well for themselves. This job was like, I've been here so long. I have the benefits. Um, it works for my family. Like feasibility. It worked. It made financial sense. And because she decided she no longer wanted to be in management. See, the other girl didn't know she had already been there. She no longer wanted to be in management. She chose a role that gave her enough versatility that if she wanted to do something else or go to a higher level again, she still, you know, was nice and spicy when it came to the work experience. But she chose a job that she could do for the most part with her eyes closed very well. And it was still a job that was seen as very valuable and strategic. But it didn't like, there was no stress off her back, basically. And then on the other side, like, there are plenty of people who, like, they're not killing themselves to get to the next level. And then there are plenty of people who are. It's like a personal choice. For the people who are saying, we don't want work to define us and blah, 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 blah. I think that's great. But the, on the other side, a lot of people, millennials, Gen Zers, are all about being bosses and entrepreneurs. And, you know, my thing is, is that, if you were trying to grow your company into one that has, I don't know, employees, I do feel like you also have to be mindful of what it is to be a boss and how you will then manage employees and what you will expect out of them. It's easy to say, oh my God, I would never ask this of my employees. And I'm not ever saying you should ask your employees to do more than what they're paid for. But if quiet quitting is doing the bare minimum, then you're going to always like there is no developing people internally if people only want to stay in their current space and 
constantly finding new talent or people that's excited about the work or, you know, they're investing in their own career journey and they want to stay sharp because they want to grow in this way and that way, whatever else. Like that's a benefit for companies. That's a benefit for employees where if you, you know, are in the right space, the right environment to grow. But it's just going to be very interesting that the same people who don't who want to do the bare minimum are likely going to have employees or business partners that also want to only do the bare minimum. And like, how will you grow now? Courtney Taylor is not co-signing doing more than what you're paid for. That's not it. And I'm not saying you should at like, I'm not saying that you should at all. Me, myself and I, I, I have my moments where I'm on both sides, but it depends on like where I am in life and what I value at the time. To me, that always is going to decide. Like there's sometimes where I can't coast with my own dreams. Like sometimes I coast and when I coast, I don't get very far. And until I get to where I need to go, I don't know why I'm coasting, but yet somehow I do it anyway. Now I can see the difference of when I'm actually putting in work and when I'm not, when I'm doing a little bit more and when I'm not. Life is about about balance, yes, but every area in your life is not going to be equally or consistently balanced at the same time, and it may not be for some time. There are some areas that are going to just have to be like 90% for the time being because of the balance that you want in the future. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. My concern is, is this, if this is where we're starting and if this is where we feel like we just want to be for the rest of our lives, that's cool. But then also, what are our expectations for ourselves, our own businesses, our own lifestyles? What are, what are our expectations of employees if they don't want to pay us more? Like, listen, there, one of these articles is saying that it's quiet quitting, quiet firing, quiet, quiet dumping, like <laughs> all these different quiet things. And I'm like, people have been withdrawing for a long time. The quiet quitting thing, quiet firing, quiet uh, what do you call it? Dumping. These all sound like just different, like withdrawal. I don't even know if it's different forms of withdrawal, but it's just withdrawal. And people have been withdrawing forever. And it's not the best thing. Like, it's funny because if somebody's like doing the bare minimum in a relationship, I know me, myself, and I, I'm not like, oh my God, this is great. Let me do the bare minimum too. That will never be the relationship that I want. So I don't know. Like y'all, I don't, no, I don't have the answer, but I do think it's dangerous to just decide to just do this without considering the consequences long term. Like everything you do in your life is building towards a future. And I'm not one of those people that say you have to be productive 24-7, but building towards a future that you want. And I guess if that future is like now then I guess that's cool. But I know for me, like what I want continues to evolve and grows. And it's not all about just more money and more things, but just it it could be different things may bring me peace. And I may have to do something now in this particular area to grant me more peace there. It's just like when I was talking about weight loss the other week, like going extra hard to really like get myself to a point where I can manage my weight. I can't quiet, (laughs) I don't know, quiet lose weight. I don't know what the answer is. I can't quiet gym or quiet workout. I don't know. There's, (laughs) I gotta go hard. Otherwise, I'm not gonna be happy with the progress or lack of progress 
that I make in four months or five months or six months. So, and I know that because I'm probably eight years in on this thing, (laughs) eight years in of saying that I'm going to get back or do this or do that. And I have yet to do it, but I'm doing it now. So let's just stop and celebrate me really quickly because I'm on a 17 week streak of like just being extremely active, working out a minimum of three days a week. It might not seem like a lot to other people, but for me, it is like usually I can do good. And then like, you know, you off this you're like you have an off week or something comes up. But like I've been traveling. People have been in town and I'm like, nope. And I even ramped it up to five days a week. So I'm really excited. Like, I'm not going to quiet work out. Like, I'm not going to quiet quit on working out or however you say it. Because I'm actually seeing some progress. Now, don't go checking my Instagram looking for a new person yet. Taking some time. But I feel like I'm doing it in a way that's actually pretty manageable. Um, And that might be my way of saying I'm not ready to, like, put down like the pie yet or <laughs> or whatever else that I eat that's probably kind of slowing things down but I'm gonna get there anyway that is like that is the main topic so for the topic of the day it's basically like I'm gonna give it five minutes max right so it's kind of tied to quiet quitting it's 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 back so it's I'm stuttering. It's about withdrawal. (laughs) I don't know what's wrong with me. It's about withdrawal. It's about withdrawal, but also just lack of drive. Have you ever been in a situation where you and someone else was supposed to be working towards a goal at this with the same vigor? And then you look over and they're chilling and you're like sweating, doing all this hard work. Does your opinion change of this person? Now, I'm going to tell you the advice I gave someone the other day. I understand your frustration. And I understand you felt like it was hindering you from your goal. But you also have to look at it as this person is not just doing this to you. They're doing this to themselves, which is even more important than what they're doing to you. And to me, that's where I'm able to start giving grace. When you realize the thing that you don't like or this person, oh my God, I can't believe they did this. Or you feel like they withdrew or gave up or didn't communicate, kind of like disappeared and everything else. It's like, if this is an opportunity for both of you guys, if this opportunity, if we're looking at them as individuals is going to catapult this person into just like a new like lifestyle a new life that they say that they want. And yet when it's time to put up, they shut up. Like silence, silence, like quiet. Then yes, you can be upset, but you also have to think they don't want it for themselves. They don't want it for themselves. It's not that they don't want it for you, but if it's for themselves, them, them, and you, together it's probably not going to happen and if this person has a pattern of dropping the ball in their own life that's something that they have to deal with but you have to be smart enough to say I don't want this to impact our friendship so I'm going to have to go alone 
it may not be easy to just like let go and forgive. But I just want to encourage everybody to be mindful of people that we're upset with because of what they did to us. But we're not even looking at the fact, we're not even looking at it as if they're not willing to suffer too. They are willing to suffer. And it might not feel, you feel like, oh, well, they're not suffering because if they wanted to do it, they didn't want to suffer, they would just do it. That's not, it's not always that simple. I wish you were. It's not always that simple. But what I do know is, is expecting someone to do for you what they won't even do for themselves. Now, that's wild. Sometimes we're surprised and people are willing to do for us what they won't do for themselves. And that's cool. But that's something separate. And it's probably not something that's like that requires a heavy level of consistency or discipline. But when it's like it's really time to hit go and it seems like, oh, well, you know, we were having trouble doing it by ourselves. So we're going to do it together and it's going to actually work. Then you find out, you know what? That's, that wasn't really the problem. It's not that they needed the help. They're not mentally there. There's something there that's keeping them from being even who they say they want to be. There's nothing you can do about that. And it's not even worth your anger. It's not. I don't think it is. Because how are you going to be mad at a person for, like, making themselves suffer? And I learned that just based on something I went through in childhood, and during childhood, and just, like, out here dating or having friends. And, you know, sometimes you learn to let things go because you're just like, Psh, forget what they did to me. Look at what they're doing to them. Like, please. I'm just saying. I mean, it's always, <laughs> I will say, I always tell people, like, the worst thing is when you're in a relationship with somebody or you, even you have a friend, but, like, you're in a relationship with somebody and you're like, oh, my God, you're, you like, you're listening to them and you're like, they're so smart. They're so good at what they do. Um, they, it just sounds like they have it together at work. And you have, like, so much respect for them, right? And they just seem like, oh, you're just so proud. But then you're, like, at an office party or you walk in on a conference call. And then you realize that that respect that you thought that person just, like, got <laughs> from the streets, from the corporate streets, the career streets, wherever they work. It's in their head and in their head alone. Like nobody thinks that but them. And you out here thinking like, oh my God, like I, my man's a man at work or yo, my girl should be killing it, right? No. You find out that like you overhear somebody talking and you're like, dang, my, my significant other is like the Uncle Tom Coon person that nobody can stand. Or, dang, you're the person that's always, like, making up excuses and got a what had happened story and slowing down the whole team. I hate that person at my job. And you that person that's in my bed <laughs> that I can't stand at my job? Like, that is, like, the worst. I had a friend dating this guy. And, you know, she's like, oh, my God, he just be, you know, he the man, he the man, he the man. Anyway, he, he was feeling himself a lot, sent her an email like a debate that was happening at work and he thought he was killing it. He was not killing nothing but like the English the English language. It was 
it was bad. He was <laughs> typos, um, using words in sentences they don't belong, like trying to make a point, but the point, the word wasn't a part of that point, but he used it. It was misuse of words. <laughs> it was crazy. Like our respect for him, it just, it never returned. And she tried, but you start to like hear them differently when they talk about things now. Same like when you have a friend and you're like, oh my God, my friend is like so good at this. This is what they do, blah, 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 blah. And so you like recommend them and give them like a hookup. Put their, oh, my friends put me, um, say my name in places where I'm not even at. Cause you know, like that's like the internet rave now. Like if you're not like a hundred percent able to like, do all these different things, you're not a good friend and people have to cut you off because they don't have time for that. Like, that's where we are right now in society. Like, everybody has to be a million things to people. But anyway, um, you help your friend get a certain job or opportunity or you even you hook them up with a person or, I don't know, get them a speaking opportunity or you tell somebody to go to them for advice. And then people are consistently giving you back like horrible reviews <laughs> and you're like wait no not my not not so-and-so yeah I hate to see it I hate to see it but it happens every day that's a different person that's not the same person I'm saying <laughs> to give grace to because you're like oh well they're doing this for themselves so they're not just like being faulty with our stuff they they're faulty with their own lives these people it's just sometimes you just need a little bit more information to realize who people really are or in these cases, who people really are not. Anyway, that's the topic for today. That's all I wanted to talk about. You guys let me know your thoughts about quiet quitting. You let me know if you had stories of, you know, working with someone else and they with they were just withdrawing. And, you know, it's because either they didn't want to do it anymore because it was too much work or they just aren't really serious about it or they're just not disciplined and consistent like let me know I want to hear your stories and then I would love 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 to hear your stories about dating someone or working or having a friend that you really thought was just like killing it and they was they was just perpetrating the fraud fraud that's it that's it it that, that's it so give me your updates Hit me up on the Spike Shaker podcast on Instagram. Can't wait to hear your stories. Please share this episode and all the other episodes. Um, I appreciate you guys for listening to me. This is like so therapeutic for me to be able to just talk and get my thoughts out. Um, and again, I appreciate you guys so much. And until next time, I'm out. You know I love the way your clothes fit you. Can't find nothing wrong with you. Ain't nobody keeping up.